Shalom, my friends, and welcome to this week's Torah portion. This week's portion is called Noach, Noah. It's Genesis chapter 6, verses 9, through Genesis chapter 11, verse 32. Let me read you the portion summary for this week. The second reading in the book of Genesis is named after Noah. In Hebrew, the name Noah is spelled Noach. The word Noach is related to the Hebrew word for rest. Genesis 5.29 says that his parents named him Noah because they hoped their son would give them Naham, rest, from their toil. The contents of this section, Noah, tell the story of Noah's flood, the Tower of Babel, and the beginning of the Abrahamic line. You know, last week's portion ended with hope, even though God had had enough and he was going to wipe out the entire world. It says that Noah found favor in his eyes, right? It says, but Noah. And here we have this, we have this story of, of Noah on this boat, and he's locked down, him and his family, in this vessel for a year while the entire world is annihilated. The entire world is destroyed. Jesus tells us that in the end, it'll be like the days of Noah. People will be eating and drinking and doing normal life, and then sudden destruction will come upon him. But he says, before he says sudden destruction, he says, the day that Noah entered into the ark, sudden destruction came. Reminding us that even in the greatest of judgment, the greatest example of God's wrath the world has ever seen, God is still willing and able preserve the righteous. Second Peter chapter 2 verse 9 says, Then the Lord knoweth how to deliver the godly out of temptation and reserve the unjust to the day of judgment to be punished. And Noah is a perfect example of this truth. No matter how great the judgment, no matter how great the wrath, those who are godly, those who are righteous, those who have found favor in God's eyes, He is able and willing to preserve. That doesn't mean that it doesn't come without challenges and that it's not frightening at times. In fact, the Dead Sea Scrolls, the Book of Jubilee, tells the story of how Noah and the animals were terrified as the vessel rocked back and forth in the great waters. But this should give us hope that no matter what happens, we can trust in God and He is willing and able to deliver us, just as he did Noah. Let's read today's portion. And I'm, uh, as you guys know from last week, I'm trying to avoid a bunch of commentary and everything like that. I just want to read the portion for you this week. Let us begin. Starting with verse 9 in the book of Genesis. These are the generations of Noah. Noah was a just man and perfect in his generations, and Noah walked with God. And Noah begat three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. The earth, the earth also was corrupt before God, and the earth was filled with violence. And God looked upon the earth, and behold, it was corrupt, for all flesh had corrupted its way upon the earth. And God said to Noah, The end of all flesh has come before me, for the earth is filled with violence through them, and behold, I will destroy them with the earth. 
make thee an ark of gopher wood. Rooms shall thou make in the dark in the ark, and shall pitch it within and without with pitch. And this is the fashion which thou shalt make of it. The link of the ark shall be three hundred cubits, and the breadth of it fifty cubits, and the height of it thirty cubits. A window shall thou make to the ark, and in a cubit shall thou finish it above. And the door of the ark thou sh shalt thou set in the side thereof with lower, second, and third stories shalt thou make it. And behold, I, even I, do bring a flood of waters upon the earth to destroy all flesh. Wherein is the breath of life? From under heaven, and everything that is in the earth shall die. But with thee I will establish my covenant, and thou shalt come into the ark, thou and thy sons and thy wife, and thy son's wife with thee. And every living thing of all flesh, two of every sort, shall thou bring into the ark. To keep them alive with thee, they shall be male and female. Of fowls after their kind, and cattle after their kind, and every creeping thing on the earth after its kind. Two of every sort shall thou shalt come unto thee to keep them alive. And take thou unto thee of all food that is eaten, and thou shalt gather it to thee. And it shall be for food for thee and for them. Thus did Noah, according to all that God commanded him, so did he. And the Lord said unto Noah, Come thou and all thy house into the ark. For thee have I seen righteousness before me in this generation. Of every clean beast thou shalt take to thee by sevens, the male and his female, and of the beast are not clean by two, the male and his female. Of fowls also of the air by sevens, and the male and female, to keep seed alive upon the face of all the earth. For yet seven days I will cause it to rain upon the earth forty days and forty nights. And every living substance that I have made I will destroy from the face of the earth. And Noah did according to all that the Lord commanded him. And Noah was six hundred years old when the flood of water was upon the earth. And Noah went in, and his sons and his wife and his sons' wives with him into the ark because of the waters of the flood. Of clean beasts and of beasts that are not clean, and of fowls and everything that creepeth upon the earth, there went in two and two unto Noah into the ark, the male and the female as God has commanded Noah. And it came to pass after seven days that the waters of the flood were upon the earth. In six hundredth year of Noah's life, in the second month, the seventeenth day of the month, the same day were all the fountains of the great deep broken up, and the windows of heaven were opened, and the rain was upon the earth forty days and forty nights. In the selfsame day entered Noah and Shem and Ham and Japheth and the sons of Noah and Noah's wife, and the three wives of his sons with them into the ark. They and every beast after his kind, and all the cattle after their kind, and every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth after his kind, and every fowl after his kind, every bird of every sort. And they went in unto Noah, into the ark two, and two of all flesh, wherein is the breath of life. And they went in, and went in male and female of all flesh, as God had commanded him, and the Lord shut him in. And the flood was forty days upon the earth, and the waters increased, and the bear up the ark, and it was lifted up above the earth. And the waters prevailed, and were increased greatly upon the earth, and the ark went upon the face of the waters, and the waters prevailed exceedingly upon the earth. All the high hills that were under the whole heaven were covered. 
Fifteen cubits upward did the waters prevail, and the mountains were covered. And all flesh died that moved upon the earth, both of fowl and of cattle and of beast, and of every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth, and every man. All in whose nostrils was the breath of life, and all that was in dry land died. And every living substance was destroyed which was upon the face of the ground, both man and cattle and creeping things in the fowl of the heaven. And they were destroyed from the earth, and Noah only remained alive, and they that were with him in the ark. And the waters prevailed upon the earth a hundred and fifty days. And God remembered Noah and every living thing and all the cattle that was with him in the ark. And God made a wind to pass over the earth and the waters assuaged. The fountains of the deep and the widow windows of heaven were stopped and the rain from heaven was restrained and the waters returned from off the earth continually. And after the end of the hundred and fifty days, the waters were abated. And the ark rested in the seventh month, on the seventeenth day of the month, upon the mountains of Arat. And the waters decreased continually until the tenth month. And in the tenth month, on the first day of the month, were the tops of the mountains seen. And it came to pass at the end of forty days that Noah opened the window of the ark which he had made, and he sent forth a raven, which forth to and fro until the waters were dried up from the earth. Also he sent forth a dove from him to see if the waters were abated from off the face of the ground. But the dove found no rest for the sole of her foot, and she returned unto him to the ark, for the waters were on the face of the whole earth. Then he put forth his hand and took her and pulled her in unto him into the ark. And he stayed yet another seven days, and again he sent forth a dove out of the ark, and the dove came in to him in the evening, and lo, in her mouth was an olive leaf, pluck it off. So Noah knew that the waters were abated from the earth, and he stayed yet another seven days, and he sent forth the dove, which returned not again unto him any more. And it came to pass, in the six hundredth, and first year, in the first month, in the first day of the month, the waters were dried up from the earth. And Noah removed the covering of the ark, and looked, and behold, the face of the ground was dry. And in the second month, on the seventh and the twentieth day of the month, was the earth dried. And God spake unto Noah, saying, Go forth of the ark, thou and thy wife and thy sons and thy son's wife with thee. Bring forth with thee every living thing that is with thee, of all flesh, both of fowl and cattle, and every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth, that they may breed abundantly in the earth. And be fruitful and multiply upon the earth. And Noah went forth, and his sons and his wife and his son's wife with him. Every beast, every creeping thing, every fowl, and whatsoever creepeth upon the earth after their kinds went forth out of the ark. And Noah builded an altar unto the Lord, and he took every clean beast of every clean fowl and offered burnt offerings on the altar. And the Lord smelled a sweet Savior. And the Lord said in his heart, I will not again curse the ground any more for man's sake. For the imagination of man's heart is evil from his youth. Neither will I again smite any more everything living as I have done. While the earth remaineth, seed time and harvest, and cold and heat, and summer and winter, and day and night shall not cease. And God blessed Noah and his sons. And he said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth. And the fear of you and the dread of you shall be upon every beast of the earth and upon every fowl of the air and upon all that moveth upon the earth and upon all the fishes of the sea. Into your hand they are delivered. 
Every moving thing that liveth shall be meat for you. Even as a green herb have I given you all things. But flesh with the life thereof, which is the blood thereof, shall ye not eat. And surely your blood of your lives will I require, at the hand of every beast will I require it. And at the hand of man, and at the hand of every man's brother will I require the life of man. Whoso sheddeth man's blood, by man shall his blood be shed. For in the image of God made he man. And you, be fruitful and multiply, bring forth abundantly in the earth, and multiply therein. And God spake unto Noah, and to his sons with him, saying, And I, behold, I establish my covenant with you, and your seed after you, and with every living creature that is with you, and of the fowl of the cattle and every beast of the earth with you, from all that go out of the ark to every beast of the earth, and I will establish my covenant with you. Neither shall all, be, shall all flesh be cut off any more by waters of flood, neither shall there be any more be a flood to destroy the earth. And God said, This is the token of the covenant which I, have, which I make between me and you and every living creature that is with you for perpetual generations. I do set my bow in the cloud, and it shall be for a token of covenant between me and the earth. It shall come to pass when I bring a cloud over the earth that the bow shall be seen in the cloud. And I will remember my covenant which is between me and you and every living creature of all flesh. And the water shall no more become a flood to destroy all flesh. And the bow shall be in the cloud, and I will look upon it, that I may remember the everlasting covenant between God and every living creature of all flesh that is upon the earth. And God had said unto Noah, This is the token of the covenant which I have established between me and all flesh that is upon the earth. And the sons of Noah that went forth to the ark were Shem and Ham and Japheth, and Ham is the father of Canaan. These are the three sons of Noah, and of them the whole earth was overspread. And Noah began to be a husbandman, and he planted a vineyard. And he drank the wine, and was drunken, and was uncovered within his tent. And Ham, the father of Canaan, saw the nakedness of his father, and told his two brethren without. And Shem and Japheth took a garment, and laid it upon their shoulders. And he went backward, and covered their nakedness of their father, and their faces were backward, and they saw not their father's nakedness. And Noah awoke from his wine, and he knew what his younger son had done in him, and he said, Curse be Canaan, a servant of servants shall he be unto his brethren. And he said, Blessed be the Lord God of Shem, and Canaan shall be his servant. God shall enlarge Japheth, and he shall dwell in tents of Shem, and Canaan shall be his servant. And Noah lived after the flood three hundred and fifty years, and all the days of Noah were nine hundred and fifty years and he died. Chapter 10 Now these are the generations of the sons of Noah, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. And unto them were sons born after the flood, the sons of Japheth, Gomer, Magog, and Madai, and Javan, and Tubal, and Masach, and Tyrus, and the sons of Gomer, Ashkenaz, and Riphath, and Tagamorah, and the sons of Javan, Lisha, Tarshish, Kitten, and Dadanim. By these were the isles of the Gentiles divided, and their lands, and every one after his tongue, after their families, and their nations. The sons of Ham, Cush, and Mizraim, and Put, and Canaan, 
and the sons of Cush, Seba, and Havala, and Sabta, and Ra'ama, and, and Sebtika, and the sons of Ra'ama, Sheba, and Dedan. And Cush begot Nimrod, and he began to be a mighty one in the earth. He was a mighty hunter before the Lord, which, Lord, wherefore it is said, even as Nimrod the mighty hunter before the Lord. And the beginning of his kingdom was Babel, and Erech, and Akkad, and Kalnia, and the land of Shinar. Out of that land went forth Ashur, and builded Nineveh, and the city Rehoboth, Rehoboth, and Kala, and resin between Nineveh and Kalan. Kala, the same as a great city. And Mizraim begat Ludin, and Anaman, and Lahibin, and Naphtahim, and Pashurim, and Kalsahim, out of whom came Philistim, and Kaphtorim. And Canaan begot Sidon, his firstborn, and Hith, and the Jebusite, and the Amorite, and the Gergesite, and the Hivite, and the Archite, and the Sinite, and the Arvadite, and the Zamorite, and the Hamathite, and afterward were the families of the Canaanites spread abroad. And the border of the Canaanites was from Sidon, as thou comest to Gerir in Gaza, as thou goest unto Sodom and Gomorrah and Adma and Zobium and unto Lasha. These are the sons of Ham after their families, after their tongues, in their countries, and in their nations. Unto Shem also, the father of all children of Eber, the brother of Japheth, the elder, even unto him were children born, the children of Shem, Elam, and Ashur, and Arphaxad, and Lud, and Aram, and the children of Aram, Uz, and Hul, and Gether, and Mosh. And Arphaxad begot Salah, and Salah begot Eber. And unto Eber were born two sons. The name of one was Peleg, for in his day was the earth divided, and his brother's name was Joktan. And Joktan begot Amaldad, and Shelephath, and Hasmoraveth, and Jareth, and Hadaram, and Azul, and Digla, and Obal, and Abimiel, and Sheba, and Orif, and Orfer, and Halava, and Jobab, and these were the sons of Joktan. And their dwelling was from Mesha, as thou goest unto Safar of the Mount of the East. These are the sons of Shem, after their families, after their tongues, in the lands, after their nations. These are the families of the sons of Noah, after their generations, in their nations, and by these were the nations divided in the earth after the flood. Chapter 11 And the whole earth was of one language and one speech. And it came to pass, as they journeyed from the east, that they found a plain in the land of Shinar, and they dwelt there. And they said to one another, Go to, let us make brick and burn them thoroughly. And they had brick for stone and slime had they for mortar. And they said, Go to, let us build us a city, a tower, whose top may reach into heaven, and let us make us a name, lest we be scattered abroad upon the face of the earth. And the Lord came down to see the city and the tower which the children of men builded. And the Lord said, Behold, the people is one, and they have all one language. And this they begin to do, and now nothing will be restrained from them which they have imagined to do. Go to, let us go down. And there confounded their language, that they may not understand one another's speech. So the Lord scattered them abroad from thence upon the face of all the earth, and they left off to build the city. Therefore is the name of it called Babel, 
because the Lord did there confound the language of all the earth, and from thence did the Lord scatter them abroad upon the face of the earth. These are the generations of Shem. Shem was a hundred years old and begot Arphaxad, two years after the flood. And Shem lived after begot Arphaxad five hundred years and begot sons and daughters. And Arphaxad lived five and thirty years and begot Selah. And Arphaxad lived after he begot Selah four hundred and three years and begot sons and daughters. And Salah lived thirty years and begot Eber. And Salah lived after he begot Eber four hundred and three years and begot sons and daughters. And Eber lived four and thirty years and begot Peleg. And Eber lived after he begot Peleg four hundred and thirty years and begot sons and daughters. And Peleg lived thirty years and begot Ru. And Peleg lived after he begot Ru two hundred and nine years and begot sons and daughters. And Sirig lived thirty years and begot Nahor. And Sirig lived after he begot Nahor two hundred years and begot sons and daughters. And Nahor lived nine hundred and twenty years and begot Terah. And Nahor lived after he begot Terah a hundred and nineteen years and begot sons and daughter. And Terah lived seventy years and begot Abram, Nor, and Haran. These are the generations of Terah. Terah begot Abram, Naor, and Haran, and Haran begot Lot. And Haran died before his father, Terah, in the land of his nativity, in Yor and Chaldees. And Abram and Nora took them wives. And the name of Abram's wife was Sarai. And the name of Naor's wife was Milcah. And the daughter of Haran, the father of Milcah, and the father of Izcah. But Sarah was barren, and she had no child. And Terah took Abram, his son, and Lot, the son of Haran, his son's son, and Sarah, his daughter-in-law, his son Abraham's wife. And they went forth with them from Ur to the Chaldees, to go into the land of Canaan. And they came to, unto Haran and dwelt there. And the days of Terah were two hundred and five years, and Terah died in Haran. And that, my friends, is the Torah portion for this week. The second week's portion, Noach. You know, interestingly enough, it, it kind of ends with that story of the Tower of Babel. And how they were all kind of one mind and one language. I can't help but think that we're in a similar time today. Where the whole world is connected. And there really isn't a language barrier anymore because we have software and technology that kind of eliminates that issue. And we have a hive mind developing again. And just like then, we have the collective people who have made themselves God in their own image. I wonder if we can expect the same result, that there will be a great shaking up and scattering of all of this. Let's remember what I said at the beginning of this Porsche. The Lord knoweth how to deliver. He knoweth how to deliver the godly out of temptation to reserve the unjust into the day of judgment to be punished. And the story of Noah is a story of hope that even in the worst of circumstances, God knows how to take care of his own. I pray that you've been blessed by this work this morning, by this podcast this morning. If you have, I'd love to hear about it. Please consider supporting the mission of truth by simply going to scriptureandprophecy.com and clicking on the Donate and Support tab at the top. And uh, your prayers and your support is much needed and much appreciated. Thank you for listening, and until next time, God bless.